Welcome to Sports with Anthony. Today is Tuesday, July the 26th, and we're going to talk about things going on in the NBA, MLB, NFL, NASCAR, and the PGA Golf. So enjoy, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. In the NBA, the uh, Golden State Warriors won the championship. It was a great matchup. And I want to see if it has some information on it. Let's see. Because it was from a few weeks ago. Let's see. The... uh, In that first matchup, it was on June 2nd. Boston wins game one at Golden State. They won 120 to 108. But uh, game two, the uh, Warriors are at home again. They need the win so they could split it 1-1. They were probably hoping to have a 2 0 lead going to Boston because Golden State – had a home court advantage home court advantage. But game two, Golden State won. They won 107 to 88. Think about that. Golden, Golden State scores 108 in the first game and loses because they gave up 120 points. They score 107, which is almost identical to what they did in the first game, but their defense locked in and they only gave up 88 points. Crazy. So they, it was the 32 point differential uh, with Boston's first game compared to second game with their points. Third game, Golden State comes in to Boston hoping to try to get a 2 1 lead, but they lose 116 to 100. So they still, they're scoring over 100 points, but yet defense didn't play as well. But Boston was hot that game. And they take a 2 1 lead. So then the next game in Boston, it's game four. Uh, Golden State locks down again. They score 107, identical to the second second game. They score 107. And this time, though, they win at Boston. They only gave up 97 points. So – they were able to hold them within under 100, which was key. Game five rolls around, and Golden State, they know now that the series tied 2-2, two to two, they had their chance. And it's back at Golden State. They come out. They took the lead, and they held it the whole way. They won 104-94. to 94. So look at this. Their win so far when they won. They score 107, they score 107, 104. And then even the game that they lost, they score 108. And the other game they lost, they scored 100. And then in game six, they know it was knockout time. They come out, they dominated. Boston really didn't have a chance. And Golden State ends up winning 103 to 90. So the defense showed up. 
Wiggins played awesome. It's good to see him have coming to Golden State and be able to do the things that he did uh, to get better as a teammate, as a player, and just grow. And it's I think he's going to do well. I hope Golden State can sign him to an extension because uh, there's rumblings that after this year or maybe during the season he might get traded. But I think that would be a downfall if they do that. I think it would be cool to have him back, even if it was a three-year deal. Have him back so he can play with Draymond and Stephen Clay and help be a fourth piece to that puzzle because they're not getting any younger, so it would, it would be helpful to have him there. But congratulations to Boston to making it to the finals. They're trying to see what they want to do right now. Uh, KD has re- asked to be traded from the Nets. Kyrie Irving is going to be traded from the Nets. They're trying to figure out things. looks like I have a feeling Lakers will end up with Kyrie KD, apparently the Celtics are interested, but they'd have to give up Brown. Do they want to give up Brown? If you give up Brown, you have Tatum. Tatum's their number one, and you have Marcus Smart there, but then you get KD. KD can help this team, but I don't think it's the best fit for him, maybe for playing time, for points, and all that stuff. But if he really wants to win another championship, um, there are rumblings about going back to Golden State. We'll see if Golden State would even do that. I don't know if they would. I think they'd welcome them with open arms because I think in-house they would be fine. But I don't know what KD would want to do. He does have a list of teams. Kyrie has a list. Uh, imagine if Kyrie – not Kyrie, but imagine if KD was on the Suns. But who would the Suns have to give up? So there's a lot going on with these two guys because if uh, Kyrie goes to L.A., you know, that means Westbrook is traded somewhere. Uh, apparently Spurs are a team of interest. So we'll see what happens as the summer goes along, and I will inform you of what happens. But congratulations to the Warriors. Props to you. Uh, just another reason why uh, if you like the Bulls of the 90s, Spurs, and the Lakers of the early 2000s, um, this is that type of team because they just keep coming back, just like the Spurs. The Spurs got on that um, train where it was every other year they won a championship. They couldn't piece together like a three-peat, but no, seriously, every other year they won a championship. And um, this uh, Warriors team, I put them in the category as the Spurs. Uh, I put them near that the Lakers and the Bulls, but because there are no three-peats yet with that core, um, I just have them there with the Spurs. Spurs won, what was it? The, they won four championships together with um, the big three of their team with Tim Duncan, Ginobili, Parker. So um, it's good to see the Warriors do that and Clay Thompson to come back after two years of rehab, constantly getting healthy. And imagine now he's going to play a whole season this upcoming season. Warriors are the team to beat. So, Lakers, better get your Hall of Famers that are on your team stretched and ready and get a good core because uh, the Warriors aren't going anywhere. So, see what happens. See what happens in the East. And congratulations again to the Warriors. And in the MLB, We had the All-Star break that just happened a week ago. 
great home run derby contest. I watched that. I did not watch the All-Star game, uh, but it was fun watching the home run derby contest. Let's see, pull Hulse in there uh, for one last time and get a standing ovation. He did. He did fine. Uh, just the other guys hit more, and but it was fun to watch him hit. And um, this past weekend, on Friday last week, we got a cool thing at the Reds game. I was unable to attend it, but I saw pictures, and uh, my little buddy, I call him Little Anthony. He calls me Big Anthony. Chris's. Uh, youngest son, Anthony, got to throw out the first pitch of the game, got to meet Reds players like Joey Votto and a bunch of people, uh, get pictures taken with them, get autographs. They even saw, um, I believe it was uh, Sean Casey from what I saw from other pictures in the Reds Hall of Fame area, like just walking around in there and they got their picture with him. So cool, so cool to see them. And uh, see little Anthony and J James, the oldest son, be able to meet all these players. And Anthony got to throw up the first pitch. Congratulations, little Anthony. How cool. So happy for you. And way to be a pitcher for one day for the Cincinnati Reds. That's so cool. And as for the Reds, they're 37 and 58 heading into the second half of the season. Uh, right above them. The Pirates are 40 and 58. The Cubs are 40 and 57. Cardinals are 51 and 46, and the Brewers are 53 and 44. If the Reds make a decent run in these next 10 games, and the Cubs and Pirates just do subpar, Cincinnati can be in third place, be in contention of getting into second, and we will see what happens. So, uh, as the Next month rolls around for baseball and the Reds. Let's see what happens. They're on a two-game win streak at the moment. And let's see them creep back up. And uh, they have they have playoff caliber players. Their team is uh, built for the playoffs, but it's a matter of putting the runs together to get the wins, have your pitching stay solid, and defense will help you win. But you've got to score on offense if you're going to win in the MLB. You have to score runs. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited for him. So as the season rolls on, I will let you know what happens. In the NFL, training camp is about to begin. And some things that have occurred. Um, it looks like... Um, Today there were some, there had been some moves, and a main one is that uh, for the Miami Dolphins, they're signing veteran receiver, former Bengal Muhammad Sanu. Uh, he'll be a Dolphin, and for the Saints, um, nothing much. They've added some people, waived some people that or lower on their list of the roster. And let's see if there's anything else worth mentioning. Well, there is. It's, uh, let's see, the Seattle Seahawks, uh, running back Chris Carson. He's played in the league five years. He failed a physical. He's had a neck injury that was hurting 
and he is retiring. He announced his retirement today. So hope that he'll be okay, and um, he just can't play football anymore. His body won't allow it. But he was such a good running back. Sad that it's because it's a, of a neck injury. And with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they are signing a one-year deal for Julio Jones. Jennifer will like that move. Um, my son, Michael, he might cheer on Julio. We will see. We'll see if he cho chooses Julio. Um, but uh, we'll see. But it's a good fit for Julio. He gets to play with Tom, and uh, they already have a, a good uh, first two receiving core. He could fit in as the third or fourth because their third was a rookie last year, and he's really good. So um, having him in. Uh, being a fourth receiver, and he can do almost anything. Uh, and he, it's not expected him to be a number one, but uh, he could be similar to A.J. Green, as A.J. Green did another one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals, had a very productive year, and ended up being the number one receiver uh, when their number one did get hurt. But uh, just like with A.J., just go out and play. Um, if you're open, you'll get your numbers, catch the ball, and do your thing. But um, – for the Bengals, uh, camp is going to be starting. Um, looks like Joe Burrow is going to have his appendix removed uh, in the next two days, and he'll be ready in a week. So he'll be full-fledged into training camp. So it'll be exciting. And uh, who day, baby. Bengals are going to make a nice run. They vamped, revamped that offensive line. They have all pros now. So uh, one of them said that he was Joe Burrow's bodyguard. So when he's saying that, it's legit. Um, it's going to be fun to watch this team. Very exciting. Defense is all there. Uh, working on Jesse Bates, getting him the extension that he does deserve. We'll see what happens. They have plenty of defensive guys that can fill in for Jesse. But uh, he'll, get his, he'll get his contract before the season starts. And uh, even if, uh, if he does have to play on that franchise tag, he end up – Eventually, he would, um, but he would have to be uh, through talks, just being told and maybe written down in his contract that once the franchise is up, he will get an extension if they don't get it done by by the appropriate deadline. But look for that to happen. It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, as we all know, it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl in year two after just making it, but I would say with this team, with this core, with Joe Burrow at under center, um, the Bengals are going to get a Super Bowl by the time this guy retires. And I think that within these next three years now, they will make it back. I hope it's this year. Make it back and win it. Go out and win it. Dominate what you're supposed to dominate. Win the games you're supposed to win. Uh, at least 50% win the big-time games. Be 50-50 on those. That will put you into the playoffs and a good seed, give you a chance, maybe even home field advantage. So we'll see what happens. I'm very excited for the Spingles team. Hooday Nation, hear us roar. We are coming back. We have the white helmet now for when it's the all-white jerseys. So come on, let's hear us roar. And in NASCAR, um, the uh, NASCAR is finally taking technical inspection seriously. 
And it said that not since 1960 has NASCAR stripped a driver of his victory because of a technical infringement. And this changed. Uh, this report was out yesterday. And it said on Sunday evening, soon after the finish of the 21st race of the 2022 NASCAR Cup, NASCAR Cup Series season, that the confetti was still stuck on the hallowed concrete ground of uh, Pocono Raceway's victory lane. The racer who had just celebrated in that space was informed that his one had been taken away. Denny Hamlin is not the winner of the M&M's Fan Appreciation 400. He's no longer the season's second three-time winner. No longer the lone all-time Pocono Raceway champion with seven wins and no longer tied with Tony Stewart for 15th all-time West at 49. Instead, uh, the future NASCAR Hall of Famer now owns a page of the stock car racing history book that no driver wants to write. His win was disqualified, wiped out, deleted. It's not merely the first time that a racer of, of, at NASCAR's top level has had a victory taken away via post-race technical inspection during the sports so-called modern era that began in 1972. This is the first time that it has happened since 1960. Joe Gibbs racing team um, racing seemed to admit as much on Monday afternoon when it let the appeal deadline come and go without putting up a fight. Uh, NASCAR has always threatened to do this. They have promised one day it would happen. Beginning in 2019, they faced criticism that it never did enough to punish those who used an illegal advantage to win a race, points and monetary fines, but the win still stood. The sanctioning body pledged to do more, and it did, but at the lower levels, never in cup until now. So it's going to happen. It's good that they're doing that. You, you shouldn't be able to get a win if you're already going to get fined. And uh, you need to have that vacated if you didn't do the proper things in order to race. And if you're trying to get a, a legal advantage, just like any other sport, yes, it needs to be a DQ. So thank you, NASCAR, for doing that. Um, as it gets closer to other races, let me click on home. Um, it is, we have, uh, for August, there's the Grand Prix of Nashville, everybody. If you want to be in Nashville and hang out, go to the Grand Prix of Nashville, August 7th, Sunday, and then, uh, that's for the IndyCar series. And for NASCAR, let's look at their Cup Series. It's not letting me pick out their schedule, but maybe this will. Yes, NASCAR Cup Series is, let's go to August. Uh, you have Michigan, August 7th. It's up in Michigan, Michigan, Michigan International Speedway. And then you have the Richmond. Then you have Watkins Glen. And then August 27th, Daytona. It's going to be awesome. Uh, in June, I got to go to, I was in Florida, and my dad and I got to go and go to the Daytona Speedway, get the tour. I haven't been there since I was 18 with my senior class of high school where we got a tour. 
And on this tour, because we did it in the morning instead of the afternoon, like or late morning and afternoon, like we did on our class trip, we my dad and I went in the early morning. There were four uh, NASCAR drivers testing out their cars, so we got to see them live and driving and be really close to them. It was really cool. It was a lot of fun. So as the races come near, I will, and then the Cup playoffs begin September fourth. So right after Daytona. Uh, I'll keep you informed on who's in the lead and what the chances are of these drivers. And in the PGA Tour, uh, they have the new power rankings. And because of uh, these uh, PGA players that have uh, switched over to the uh, LIV Tour, they are off the rankings for the PGA um, because they have been suspended by the PGA Tour or they resigned their memberships for lucrative signing bonuses to play on the Live Golf Invitational Series. And those people that were in the top of the list, Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed, off the list. Then it says, Scotty Scheffler, the only four-time winner on the PGA Tour this season, remains number one in the official world golf ranking. He is no longer at the top of these rankings. Uh, the start of the FedEx Cup playoffs is just two weeks away. They have Cameron Smith at one, Scotty Scheffler at two, Rory is at three, uh, Xander Schaffel is at four, Justin Thomas at five, Rahm at six, Cantley at seven, Fitzpatrick at eight, Burns at nine, Zalatoris at 10, Cameron Young at 11, Morikawa at 12, Matsusuma at 13, Hovland at 14, Jordan Spieth at 15, Max Homa 16, 17, Billy Horschel, 18 is Tony Fanu, uh, Jacqueline uh, Newman is at 19. Sanjay M is at 20. Shane Lowry, 21. Kaiser, 22. JT Poston, 23. Davis Riley, 24. And Adam Scott at 25. So we'll see uh, what happens uh, as the next events occur. And it looks like, let's go to schedule. All right, July 28th through 31st, Detroit at the Detroit Golf Club. It's the Rocket Mortgage Classic. I'm going to text Nathan, ask him if he's going to be involved with that. Uh, we'll see. And uh, hopefully soon I'll either get Michael, Chris, or Nathan to do one of our segments. We haven't been able to this year. We've all been so busy. So I can do my side segments that I've normally done. But hopefully as football season comes closer and stuff like that, we'll do that. So um, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, we have this, and then in August, um, the Wyndham Championship is August 4 through 7. Then that next week, it's the FedEx St. Jude Championship, followed by the 18th to 21st, it's BMW Championship, and then the very end of August is the Tour Championship. And in September... 
my son Michael turns 10, and the weekend of his birthday, there's the uh, Fortinet Championship in, Ca in Napa, California. Then that next week uh, is the Ryder Cup, and uh, the very end of September, beginning of October, is the Sanderson Farms Championship. So there's a lot of things brewing, a lot of things coming. So as things go along, I'll talk about what's going on and how everybody's doing. Thank you for listening to Sports with Anthony today on Tuesday, July 26th. And as, now that things are winding down with summer and all the activities we've been doing, I'll be able to, I'm going to try to be able to post my normal once a week. And now that football is ramping up on my website, sportswithanthony.com, I'll bring back and write some uh, weekly articles uh, based off of my Bengals and things that I think. And then maybe with the NBA as it's brewing and MLB, but definitely with football. So check out sportswithanthony.com if you want to read some articles that I write. I write them for fun. And if people read them, they read them. If they don't, they don't. I think it's fun to write. It gives me uh, an outlet to uh, be able to keep my athletic side of things uh, there and what I think. And uh, for those of my golfers, golfing, and the Anthony D. Isles Invitational, my 11th one, get, get stretched, get ready. It's going to be fun scramble for us, and uh, may the best team win. And I hope this year it will be my team. So watch out, Jonah. I'm coming like a freight train. A train is here. A train's here to try to win, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Always enjoy it. So have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.